Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. Scoreboard update coming up. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Tim Adams and Park Tudor talking about their big win. Right now, though, we turn it over to the star of the show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the best. Let's get right to it. Indiana High School basketball, seven overtime games to report on tonight, including two of them requiring two O2 periods. Most recently, it was Heritage Hills over North Posey in two overtimes, 71-68. As well, to begin the night, Tri-Central beat Eastern Greentown by a 10-piece. That was a single overtime. The other double OT came, came as West Vigo defeated Northview 68-60. Other games were tw- uh, requiring OT. Lawrence Central 61, Zionsville 56. It was Fort Wayne North over Fort Wayne South, 61-58 in extra time. And also an OT Let's see here. Evansville, modern day over Evansville writes 44-41. The last remaining, Carol Flores, 68, Caston, 62, in extra time. How about Bar Reeve? They hold Springs Valley to just 18, hammer them 47-18. Avon took care of Terre Haute South, 68-55. It was Angola over Garrett tonight, 55-36. Andrean, 49, Mishawaka, 41, up north tonight. Alexandria topped Blackford, 45-40. It was Bremen. 62, New Prairie 32. Bremen doubles up New Prairie. That's quite the final. Brownstown Central 51, Scottsburg 37 tonight. It was Clinton Prairie over Delphi 65-41. Danville 55, Southmont 49 tonight. Good one between Decatur Central and Ron Colley. Decatur Central finishes off the 61-50 final. Delta by a deuce over Yorktown 54-52. How about Covington? They hold Attica to just 16. Covington wins 57-16. Concord 38, Penn 35 tonight in a defensive battle. To the 2-6-0 where Fort Wayne Bishop Lures got past Fort Wayne Northrop in big fashion. Final 74-48. Fort Wayne Wayne 59, Fort Wayne Snyder 44 tonight. And now down to Evansville is Evansville Central by just a penny over Mount Vernon Posey, 47, excuse me, 48-47. Evansville Harrison took care of Castle 85-66. It was Evansville Memorial over Jasper, 53-37. And Evansville North beat Gibson Southern, 55-37. Let's talk some college basketball. Two games across the state today. It was Taylor hammering Great Lakes Christian, 103-65. And Oakland City got the win over Welch. 9187. Story of college hoops, though, is tomorrow. You have a massive day from really dawn to dusk, it feels like. Noon start, Valparaiso travels to Virginia Tech, and Cal goes to Butler. The Golden Bears, they uh, practiced at Hinkle Fieldhouse today. Got to catch a little of that as Butler hosts Cal, finishing off a home-and-home. Butler went to California last year. 130 Mackey Arena, number four, Purdue goes against Alabama. The Crimson Tide, don't see this often. They are unranked. Southern Indiana visits Indiana State in Terre Haute at 2. Also a 2 p.m. tip in Atlanta as Indiana goes against Auburn. Great coaching matchup. Bruce Pearl against Mike Woodson. 6 o'clock, it's Goshen at Division One Loyola Chicago. Southeast Missouri State is at Purdue-Fort Wayne at 7, and Notre Dame goes against number 8 Marquette at 9 p.m. That's a true road test for Micah Shrewsbury and crew. The NBA in-season tournament. It's here, the championship Pacers-Lakers, because Tyrese Halliburton did this. Halliburton driving to his left, steps back, splash, splash, splash. 
off the floor as one to embrace Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, that three, sank the Bucks, Pacers, and the Lakers against LeBron James tomorrow at 8.30 from Vegas. Halliburton with back-to-back games of at least 13 assists and no turnovers. Again, an 8.30 tip at ABC. Indy Fuel fell to the Wheeling Nallers 4-3 in overtime tonight, and the Fort Wayne Comets took care of the Tulsa Oilers 4-2. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We were talking with Park Tudor's Tim Adams before the break. They beat Park Heritage tonight, 59-40. Great job defensively by your guys tonight, Tim. Yep. Yeah, it was a um, pretty pretty incredible effort on that side of the ball tonight. Um, our guys were five, you know, five guys connected, flying around and doing their job, and, and I couldn't give them enough credit after the game to hold that team to 40. Um, they got some guys now, and that's a really good program. So holding them to 40 was, was something to be proud of. I would think so. All right, who plays well for you tonight in the huge win? Well, Coach, I had the luxury of, of talking to one of my dad's really good friends today um, and one of the best to ever do it on the sideline, and we talked about um, how important it was for our group to win by committee. And um, – that is what happened tonight. And so it's hard for me to single out one guy. I'll give you our leading scorer and Hudson Horvath. Sure, sure. Um, a junior for us with 21. But, man, we got, we got so many um, guys that, that, that chipped in tonight to, to really get a good team win. And so it's hard to really single out guys and, and, um, because I'm All just right. so proud of our team effort. All right, who's up next for you? Uh, we go to Short Ridge on Tuesday, and then we go to Culver on Friday. So it doesn't get much easier. Not at all. Park Tudor, number 17 in 2A tonight with a very impressive win over Park Heritage 59-40. Tim Adams, the head coach of the uh, Panthers. Timmy, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Appreciate you, Coach. Take care. Thank you. Thanks so much. Coming up, we're going to spend more time talking about basketball. Um Brendan King, do we have Brendan King? Are you there, Mr. King? I am here, Coach. You've got the uh, USI-Indiana State game. We talked about it earlier. Give Mm -hmm. me a scouting report. You've been copiously studying. Do you like that word, copiously (laughs) studying? Give me a uh, scouting report on this game tomorrow. Well, Coach, there's only been one meeting between the two ever. And it was last year, and it resulted in an overtime finish. You know, Southern Indiana Mm -hmm. hosted Mm -hmm. Indiana State at home. Southern Indiana wins it. Like I said, I was talking with Coach Gerard uh, yesterday. He was kind enough to take some time on the phone. And you got to understand for Southern Indiana, really, it was not only their first year as a Division I school, but, you know, they were playing a challenging schedule with new guys. And Mm -hmm. that was a massive win for them. Coach, to kind of give you the quick version, this is what I'll say is. Last year for Southern Indiana, Isaiah Swope, who starred at uh, Castle High School here in the state of Indiana, he went to Southern Indiana, transferred. He's now an Indiana State Sycamore coach. So he helped (laughs) Southern Indiana beat Indiana State last year, Coach. He had eight threes in the game, eight of them for Southern Indiana. And now he is a Sycamore trying to beat his former school. I think that's a pretty cool storyline. Cool story. You'll have a lot to talk about. All right, hang on here. We got some ball to talk about. Batesville with a 52 48 win over Lawrenceburg tonight. Batesville's Aaron Garrett joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a great win tonight. 
I appreciate it, Coach Lovell. Before I talk about the game, thank you for being continued to be a treasure of our state. And this show is awesome. <laughs> Love talking. High Come on now, you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you know what, Coach? Uh, you're very kind, and, and I appreciate all the compliments. But you know what? I grew up loving hoop. I mean, I, I, my, one of some of my fondest memories are my mom and dad, my brother, and me jumping in the car and, and going. If we didn't see see a playing field game, we'd go watch somebody else in Hendricks County. And those are some of my earliest memories. And so, uh, yeah, I'm a hey, look, I'm a basketball guy. I love basketball. I love football. I love it. And um, when you get a chance. Here's what. Here's how I explain it, Coach. You're very kind to say those things. I get paid to sit in my house uh, and talk to my friends and talk about sports. That's a pretty sweet gig. And and if you, you get that opportunity, you need to cherish it as long as you can. And you have an incredible responsibility to, to people who listen and say kind things like you do. So thank you very much. And again, I know how hard it is to win. So tell me about your guys. Well, and you know this from a basketball standpoint. There's very few things better than a than a road win, right? Right in the oh my goodness, a tough win. yeah, yeah. And the EIAC conference of Lawrenceburg is always such a tough place to get a win. And, and the boys were able to go down there, and we controlled most of the first half, get out to about a 14 point lead, and then coach is one of those things where just inexplicable turnovers happen. We're literally, <laughs> it's just right. indescribable. And right. going to Lawrenceburg goes on a 9-0 run, get within one, but we persevere. We get re, reorganized, refocused, end up getting a four-point win. And, and this is a this is our first conference game that counts towards conference standing. So we couldn't have won the conference tonight, but we could have put ourselves in a big jam and, and didn't do that by getting a good win there on the road at Lawrenceburg. That's important stuff. I need you to hang on through the scoreboard update if you can do it. I want to talk about your kids and – Let's brag about them if we can do that, all right? You got it. Thanks so much. Aaron Garrett and I will come back and talk more about Batesville's win over Lawrenceburg. Scoreboard update with Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update. Here on Indiana Sports Talk, more high school basketball scores. Let's begin with New Albany. They blast Floyd Central 88-73. North Davies, a nice win over North Central Farmersburg, 55-40 to final there. It was North Decatur over Edinburgh, 67-59. North Judson, a five-piece on Rochester, 50-45. It was North Newton, 58. Highland, 47 tonight. North Vermilion, 37. Traders Point Christian, 49. Northeast they top Eastern Hancock 56-52 and Northwestern beats Taylor by a pair 44-42. It was Paoli over West Washington. Defensive showdown then that one. Paoli wins it by a final of 32-29. Park Tudor by 19 over Park Heritage 59-40. It was Peru 72, Southwood 59 tonight. Richmond has no problem with Marion 82-62. It was Seeger 50, North Montgomery 45 tonight. Shenandoah 33, try 30. We're seeing some good defense played tonight, Coach. How about Owen Valley all over Brown County 88 to 72. Orlean 61, Northeast Du Bois 27 tonight as Tipton beats Western 70 to 53. It was Wapahani over Lapel 70 to 35. Waldron 44, Morristown 33. Wabash picks up the 70 to 55 win over McConaughey and Vincennes Reve handles Washington Catholic 66 to 36. Vincennes Lincoln takes down Shoals 56 29. Valparaiso beating Lowell tonight 58 to 39. Union County 65, Hagerstown 54. 
and Westdale. The most points of anybody tonight, 90-33 to over Union Modoc. Welcome back. Let's talk to Aaron Garrett again, the basketball coach at Batesville. They are 52-48 winners on the road at Lawrenceburg. As you mentioned, Aaron, road wins are hard to come by, especially in conference play. So you grind this one out, 52-48. So you got a uh, you know two-possession win. How do you get that? How do you get that separation at the end? Yeah, we we actually had to hold on, Coach. We'd separated a couple different times. Lawrenceburg comes roaring back. We then made some costly turnovers and allowed them to mm-hmm. come closer. But then ultimately was able to hold on and – Kate Kaiser coming into the game. He's a junior for us. He's he's averaging 18 a game. They held him to I think 10. But Jack Runkmeyer led us tonight. And Jack's a senior. He's a post player. He's a uh, Northwestern commit for baseball. So has that kind mm-hmm. of uh, just athletic prowess. <laughs> and Sam mm-hmm. Johnson, Sam Johnson and Gus Prickle, two other seniors. Those four guys that played a lot of basketball for me last year, last two years actually. Then we got some youngsters in terms of guys that this was only their third varsity basketball game and, and probably led by Trent Lures, who I switched to point guard to start this third game. He did a nice job handling the ball for us, getting in our stuff. So a mixture of some experience with, with a lot of youth. I know you're guy I know you're you're concerned about the turnovers, but you know what? I mean, my coaching days remind me that they know they they know they made the mistake. I mean, you know what? You can point it out to them. They feel badly about it. They didn't do it intentionally. They're going to try to get better. And so you got a great group of guys that understand that, understand what they need to clean up. Yeah, and I told them when I got back from Bay Touch, you think through the game on the way home, it's just they, they definitely showed some resiliency and toughness in terms of because they're – I'll describe some of them as, as really bad turnovers, and that happens on a public floor in, a, in the arena to persevere through that and still hold on on the road to get a win. Yeah. That, t- that takes a level of toughness. So we can, we can definitely build off that. Yeah. Good luck trying to do that. <laughs> just, just come out of the stands and think you can do it. Not going to work that way. All right. Who's up next for you guys? We go on the road. So we're back on the road tomorrow down to Southwestern Hanover. I know that's pretty far away from Annapolis, Coach, but they've got a, uh, yeah. they've got an explosive They're good. Team, a really good team. Yeah. Yes. So it'll be a good, uh, I think it's their, their winter homecoming. So the place will be full. It'll be a, Oh Avery man! Test for us, mentally and physically, just coming off a tough road win the night before on a on a long road trip. I know you put this together to do that because you, you're going to face. You know, you got to play back to back if you're going to win the championship. You yeah. have to play yeah. tough spots, tough teams, and all that. This is one of those weekends, and I know you put it together for that reason. That's how we're going to frame it in terms of just really challenging the guys and the older guys know, but for the for younger guys that are playing varsity for the first time. They'll get that experience, and that's exactly what we said tonight before we let them go. Get home, get rested, because this is this is what's going to take to, to win a championship in March. Batesville is 17th in the 3A poll. Tonight they are 52-48 winners over Lawrenceburg. Aaron Garrett, it's always great to talk to you once again. Thank you for the very kind words. Good luck to you and your guys tomorrow night. Same to you, my friend. Take care. You're welcome. Thank you. Dr. Lynn Clark from Irish 101 joins me. I know we're talking about basketball, but this is newsworthy. Notre Dame's men's soccer team be playing for a national championship uh, against Clemson due to a 1-0 win over Oregon State tonight. Dr. Clark, what a great win for the Irish on the pitch, as we say. Well, the College Cup being held down in Louisville, as you mentioned, Clemson advances to the championship game on Monday night, so it's going to be an all-ACC final. But, Bob, a little drama going into the uh, semifinal game tonight because Oregon State's men's soccer coach, 
Craig Dalby, a Notre Dame graduate, was not on the sidelines as well as their starting midfielder, Javier Armas, because he had eight yellow cards and should have sat out a quarterfinal game on December 2nd. It was an oversight. They didn't see it, so they had to suspend him and the coach. And so the roommate of the Notre Dame coach mm. not able to participate in it. So a one nothing win by the Fighting Irish. They go to the championship game on Monday night. Wow. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm having trouble believing what I just heard. Uh, it's crazy, I isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I've never heard anything like this in my life. I- I'm not a soccer, even though I, you know, when I was the AD, I started it at IUPUI. I'm not a soccer coach or player, but uh, yikes. I understand we have rules, so that's it. So uh, can they win this thing uh, or, or not? I mean, obviously playing for a championship, but can they win it? Well, they're in the championship game for the first time since 2013 when they did win the national championship, and so they've got a 50-50 chance. I hope it goes down to the final seconds or even in penalties, kicks in the overtime to make it exciting. But I'll be watching on Monday night uh, Notre Dame trying to pick up their second national championship in men's soccer. But, Bob, also Notre Dame basketball, they've renewed their rivalry with Marquette, who's ranked number eight in the country tomorrow night in Milwaukee. The eighth-ranked Marquette Warriors taking on the form four Fighting Irish of Notre Dame under new coach uh, Micah Shrewsbury. Dr. Lynn Clark, Irish 101. Irish soccer team playing for a championship against Clemson Tuesday night. Lynn, thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. So, Brendan King. I know you're fired up about overtime games, so run those bias one more Boys. time. All these, all these overtime games that we have tonight, and at this particular point in the night, people are tired of listening to me. They want to hear scores, so let's talk about these overtime games. Yeah, seven of them, coach. Two of them requiring double OT, and you know we led off the night West Vigo and Northview for playing a double overtime game. That was a score that came in pretty quickly tonight. West Vigo holds on sixty-eight to sixty. Again, in two overtime periods. Then coming in a little bit later, great one, Heritage Hills and North Posey, which, of course, mm-hmm. ironically enough, both of those schools played for a state championship in football, not right. against each other, but both went to Lucas Oil Stadium, and Heritage Hills got the win over North Posey again in two overtime, 71-68. But, you know, you see a great game in OT, Lawrence Central, Zionsville, LC wins it 61-56, and you know, Zionsville's got a really good club, but, I mean, LC, what a gut-check win that is, and um, you know, in overtime, Tri-Central, they still beat Eastern Greentown by 10, 83-73. So, I mean, that's a game coach for Tri-Central. I mean, how about it? You go to OT, you pick up a 10-point right, win. Right. That's a, That's got to be a coach's dream. No, you still win by double digits even though you go to OT. <laughs> right, right. All right, so again, you got Indiana State and the USI tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, what time does that game start on ESPN Plus? Two o'clock tip, Coach. So should be a good one, and I got a busy day. I'm going to call the game with uh, Indiana State Hall of Famer Matt Wren, which is going to be fun. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, then I'm, yeah. uh, I'm darting up straight to Chicago for some uh, Cubs Charities Christmas party festivities. So it should be fun. Yeah, too bad for you having fun tomorrow night while we're working, so, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll still call you. Don't worry. I'll, I'll be the guy yeah, that calls you at 1130. Don't worry. I, I understand. Brendan King. All right, Landon Kuhn sitting in with us tonight back in the studio. He's working tomorrow doing the UND matchup in college basketball. Uh, UND taking on Lewis Landon. Here's your debut. Give me the scouting report on this Lewis and UND matchup tomorrow afternoon.
Yeah, I mean, for, for starters, I mean, Lewis is a pretty solid team. You know, they're sitting in at 3-3. Three and three. Their men's team is. For their women's team, they are 5-3, and three, I believe. So, you know, this is going to be a massive uh, GLVC matchup. I believe uh, both men and women's teams for Lewis, about four players mm-hmm. each average in double digits. So uh, this is going to be a big, uh, big conference matchup for sure. Well, you're going to be calling us tomorrow night with the recap on this. Hounds are off to a decent start in GLVC play, are they not? I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? Are the Hounds off to a decent start in GLVC play or not? Um, yeah, I believe so far. I believe they're 2-0 uh, and o on the GLVC uh, season. The season was a little bit of a, a rocky start, I think, to say the least. But now right. we, we're off right. to a little bit of a losing, losing season. But now we're finally back in the winning season column. We're above the 500. We're now overall now we're sitting at uh, at five and four. They the men's team recently just got a win uh, Tuesday night against Grand Valley State, and uh, hopefully we can go uh, six and four tomorrow. Landon Coons, we're going to talk to him tomorrow night. He's working the UND Lewis men and women's games. Landon, thanks. Thanks for all you're doing tonight on the show. We appreciate the the help. Thank you very much. Coming up, we got more. We have, yeah, you're welcome. We have much more basketball to come. Uh, Mentioning UND, let me look at uh, college basketball tomorrow because we're encouraging, obviously, every one of you to join us tomorrow night as we talk a little bit of college basketball. You know what? We'll come back after the scoreboard update and do that. Scoreboard update with the star of our show, Brendan King, coming up on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. One final look at the high school basketball scoreboard this evening before we tell you what's coming up on your Sports Saturday at 11.45. And I'll tell you what, it will be a busy Sports Saturday at that. It was Lake Central all over Culver Academy. 59-24 was the final. LaVille took care of Winnemac 69-55. Kokomo picks up a win over McCutcheon 59-34. Tell you what, Kokomo went to the state championship last year, and they look really, really good again. Knightstown over Cambridge City Lincoln tonight, 54-44. It was Jennings County over East Central, 73-65. Jack Sendell by 8 over Shaw Memorial, 49-41. It was Lebanon 60, Western Boone 52 this evening. Madison Grant over Elwood by a 20-piece, 53-33. Mishawaka Marion topped Plymouth in big fashion, 65-27. Mississinawa by a pair over Oak Hill, 47-45. It was Muncie Central 46, Logansport 37 tonight. Tinley over Washington in Indianapolis, 61-56. Fountain Central over Riverton Park, 69-31. Gary West beat Hammond Central, 64-59. It was Henryville over Austin, 65-56. Looking elsewhere, Wood Memorial picked up the win over Perry Central, 57-49. Winchester tops Union City 54-47. It was Whiteland topping Perry Meridian 75-42. Washington defeats South Spencer 54-40. Waldron over Morristown 44-33. And Wabash beat McConaughey 70-55. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Noblesville tonight beats Carmel 59-34. Noblesville's Scott McClellan joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on an impressive win tonight for you and the number 12-ranked Millers. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously, I'm, per- I'm, I'm pretty happy with our guys tonight. Yeah. I mean, to go for yeah. Carmel and 
in the win and play well and really, really well, I thought, overall in the second half. So um, just got a lot of contributions from a lot of different kids. So that's very encouraging. I know it's early, and uh, you know you, you're trying to put pieces together. Ryan's trying to put pieces together, but I think you have to be really, really proud of what your kids did on the defensive end tonight. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, good second half. Um, you know, hold Carmel to 34. That was that's obviously very encouraging. I, you know, I think the thing was I, I was really wanted to see how we respond after last week. I, we felt like yeah. we played kind of two different halves against Fishers. First half, we, we played, I think, okay and, and had a nice lead. And then they just picked up their intensity and kind of forced us out of stuff. And so, you know, kind of wanted to see how our guys would respond and, uh, you know, got after them a little bit in practice this week. And, and uh you know, really, really proud of our guys tonight. They just uh, – we got contributions. You know, I, I think Aaron Fine, our senior guard, had 18 points, seven assists, and five rebounds. It's unofficial. But, you know, I thought we got contributions from a lot mm-hmm. of different kids. And, um, you know, uh, maybe not even so much in the, you know, in the book or the box score, but I thought Luke Etchison really – Provided a spark off the bench for us, and um, Baron Walker and sophomore Justin Curry really got going in the second half and hit three threes. So you know, um, you know, just good road win, and we get all of yeah twenty minutes to celebrate <laughs> it and get to play a really good Attics team tomorrow, at Southport. Yeah, but you know what? You, you, you put when you're sitting there with your your, your AD and your and your staff, and you're thinking about your schedule and you're thinking about you know your sectional and how you have to get yourself prepared. I think you need you know you need these kinds of challenges. You need oh. to challenge them with short turnaround against a good team. I think that's what this is about. No question, and and that's one of the reasons uh, you know. Tomorrow's going to be a great day. I mean, if you're a fan, sure, and and, and you're a high school basketball enthusiasts and traditionalists like you and I both are, you know, Southport tomorrow at 12 o'clock is going to be just a great day and all the way to 8 o'clock, you know, to the start to finish and with really good games. But, you know, we've got a, we've got a really tough opponent in Attics, Christmas Attics tonight. Um, you know, they're good. They're well coached. They're athletic. They, they, they can score inside. They can score outside. So, you know, it, it'll be a big test for us, you know, and, and something we're looking forward to to be a part of this, uh, you know, big day tomorrow at Southport High School. I think it's a big day not only for basketball enthusiasts, but it's a big day for your kids. They get to play in one of the premier events in, in the state uh, against good teams. Uh, you know, it's an Attics team that, that is a team, as you point out, they, 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 they're very talented. Chris does a tremendous job. They've won a state championship. I mean, you've won a state championship. You know, it's like I'm doing color on the game, right? You know, you've won a state championship. Uh, Chris has won a state championship. So you have great coaching. You have really, really solid players. And your guys are getting a chance to be, be a showcase one of the showcase events what a special day for them it, yeah it really is it, it's it's a fun day of basketball i mean 
you know, to be a part of something like this, we're fortunate that we got asked and, and uh, you know, we're glad to accept, um, you know, it, it is. From a fan's perspective, I mean, tomorrow you couldn't find a better day. Just, you know, find a better place, South Fort Fieldhouse, to spend your day and watch all the good basketball and all the talented kids and coaches around the state. And, um, you know, we know we've got a tough task at hand, but one we're looking forward to. And, you know, we know we've got to do some things and, uh, you know, certainly keeping them off the boards, keeping them out of transition, uh, not mm-hmm. force, not mm-hmm. letting them force us out of our offense, just kind of what Fishers did to us last week in the second half. So, but, uh, yeah, great, great high school basketball venue tomorrow, an event, and, um, Looking forward to it. I know you got a short turnaround time, so I'm going to let you go and gra- try to grab some sleep. <laughs> Scott McClellan from Noblesville, 53-34 winners over Carmel, taking on Addicts tomorrow at Southport. Scott, thanks. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. If you're going to uh, the forum, uh, uh, I'm sorry, say that again for me, please. Uh, WCBK's Dan Lawson tonight had the uh, Plainfield-Martinsville game. Quakers win that one. Hey, Dan, I appreciate you staying up late and calling me. My Quakers had a very impressive win tonight over the Arties. Well, yep, they are your Quakers and they are my Arties. But Coach Weaver's group tonight, uh, good, good, talented uh, young uh, group of players come out tonight. Arties were able to hang with them in the first quarter. Um, we, we got into a little bit of, uh, trouble in the first quarter. We got a technical foul. We were up mm. seven to three and, uh, we sent Ellis to the line. I think he's only missed, uh, one free throw all season. Well, he put four on us there and, and tied it <laughs> up. And, and mm-hmm. he, you know, when you jump out to a good start it, and, uh, force coach Weaver to take an early timeout, you know, you're doing something right, but. Um, you know, kids are kids and, and things, and it wasn't it wasn't egregious technical or anything. But Artesians hung with them in the first quarter, and then uh, you know, playing field size to me just just uh, showed uh, six eight six five. Uh, right, and right. I was six, you know, three or four over six two six three. But um, I was really impressed with the the freshman guard for them, uh, Baker Land. Uh, Harper Baker lands, um, got us points, but just more importantly, just kind of controlled the court. Right. Um, but for the artisans, for my artisans, I was pretty happy. Um, you know, they had a tough, uh, outing with Columbus North the last game and didn't see much, uh, uh, out of them, but tonight they never gave up, got up and down the court. I saw a lot of kids on the ground diving for basketballs and such and Hunter Stroud or, uh, our uh, junior guard, man, he, he went off for a career high, got 18. That Grady Gardner for us, always going to get his points. He had 24 tonight, but just struggled against that size down down low. Well, the schedule doesn't get any easier for you. Uh, that, that's for sure. Next week you've got Center Grove, and then and then you follow that up uh, with Monrovia. But, you know, these games are at home, and then the, the third game – I'm sorry, you, you got Center Grove Monrovia at home, and then you're at Indian Creek uh, on the 19th. And so these next two will give you a little bit of a challenge. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, I got a chance to call the the uh, powder keg game out there at Monrovia uh, between them and Eminence. And, you know, what a great experience. Indiana Hoosier hysteria in the eel tank a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving. Right. And for a young broadcaster like myself, uh, that was just fun for me. Um, sure. So, but no, we're going to have a tough game. Like I said, Tuesday night against Center Grove, they've got eight seniors. Um, experienced right. team, right. and Martinsville's young. Uh, we're talented. We can get up and down the court, but um, we're going to have to do that against eight seniors on Tuesday. And then Monrovia, they've got the point guard. Uh, uh, name skips my mind here late in the evening, but, uh, man, what a great <laughs> young, talented player right. uh, he right. is too. So, no, we've got our hands full over the next three games, no doubt. So, our season's going to have to get after it. So, and nothing's Dan ever Lawson. easy in the Mid-State Conference. No, no, you're right. You're right. Dan Lawson from WCBK. Dan, thanks for staying up. Thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. You too, Coach. Thank you. Thanks very much. Short break. We'll come back, talk some more basketball after the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one of the night. Here's what's coming up on your sports Saturday, beginning with one of the better college basketball dawn-to-dusk type days in a while. Action starts at noon. Valparaiso's on the road against Mike Young's Virginia Tech Hokies. Should be a good one. Also a noon tip at Henkel. Cal visits Butler. That concludes a home-and-home. The Dogs went to California last year and won. It's a 1.30 tip as number 4 Purdue goes against Alabama. The Crimson Tide under Nate Oates unranked. You have not seen that often over the last number of years. In Terre Haute at 2, Indiana State goes against Southern Indiana. Second all-time meeting last year, Southern Indiana won it in overtime down at their place. Also at 2 in Atlanta, Indiana, Auburn, Bruce Pearl, Mike Woodson. That's all you need to know. 6 o'clock, Goshen is at Loyola, Chicago. At 7 o'clock, tell you what, Purdue-Fort Wayne, other than the Indianas and Purdue's and Those types of schools. You talk about bang for your buck good. Purdue-Fort Wayne is that. They're one of the better teams in the state. Mastodons are rolling against Southeast Missouri State again tomorrow at 7. And at 9 o'clock, it's Notre Dame and number 8, Marquette. As for the NBA in-season tournament, Pacers-Lakers, Tyrese Halliburton becoming a superstar. 8.30 tip in Vegas, T-Mobile Arena tomorrow. Halliburton, his last two games, at least 13 assists, no turnovers. Lakers are favored by three and a half points as it's Halliburton versus LeBron for the NBA in-season tournament title. By the way, if you win, every player on the team gets 500 grand. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King, say that one more time. Yep. They win a half a million if they win the championship. Yep. So here's here's the discrepancy in that. So you have the Lakers, right, who right. have more money right. than anybody. Um, Correct. I, I, you don't even have to look up what LeBron James or Anthony Davis is making. But earlier this week, I just took a peek at the Pacers payroll coach right and, you know guys like bruce brown and buddy healed and miles turner are making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars there are and good for them right, right and good for them but there are five to six pacers who make league minimum rookie minimum sure. where 
500 grand, coach. I tell you what, that doubles up your salary nearly if you're the young Pacers of the world. So yeah. that matters. That matters a lot. It, it does. It, it, the interesting you know, narrative about this has been, you know, it's an in-season tournament. No one's going to care about it. And what, what I explained it to people. Um, they'll they'll care about it because number one, they're basketball players. They get paid to play basketball, and secondly, you'll get more money. I didn't realize it was that oh, much yeah. money. Yeah. So so yeah, you know, you, hey, uh, get a group of guys together and put that amount of money on the table. They'll play hard. Um, and it's a pace. Watching that game uh, was fun. It was fun to watch them. And what's fun for us, you know, as Pacer fans. We know who Tyrese Halliburton is, and now the rest of the world's figuring out uh, how good he is or how good he can be. And it, it was it was a clinic for the for the kid last night. He was un, literally unstoppable. He literally he went wherever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and um, you know neither team was guarding each other. I I understand that, but it's hard to guard people who are playing that well. These are the best basketball players in the world. That's not they're not easy to defend. No, they're slippery. And I mean, Coach, just from your perspective, after all the years on the sidelines, what Hal Burton has done the last two, and keep this in mind, he has done this against, A, the Boston Celtics, and B, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Right. Back-to-back games of at least 13 assists and zero turnovers. I mean, that's otherworldly, no? Well, it really is. And I think the, 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 the other part, it, it just looks so effortless for him. I mean, he's... He's playing with a tremendous amount of confidence, uh, and, and I'm sitting there watching him, trying to figure out, well, how do you how do you match up with him? Because it, his length is an issue, and you're thinking, okay, well, we'll crowd him. Well, no, he's going to blow by you. Well, we, we, we'll 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 go ahead and try to you know not def- not get up tight on him, make him have to shoot the ball, can knock it down anywhere in the building. And so, tell me what you do. Right. And it, it, coach, it's not like he's making, you know, chest to chest passes. I mean, he's making these elaborate, <laughs> difficult right. cross court right. swing passes uh, that we haven't seen. I mean, it's incredible the difficulty of these passes that he is throwing and, and they're reaching the target. Well, they're fun to watch. What time's this game tomorrow? Yeah, 8.30 on ABC, nationally televised, Coach. So I think before the year, the Pacers were only scheduled to have one national game. Uh, that, that's that's changing quite a bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, especially when you sit down and you watch it, and your and your first vision is that court they're yeah. playing on. That, that, yeah, that took an adjust. It took a little bit of an adjustment. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, I understand it's a new world. I, I understand I'm a septuagenarian, and so uh, I'm not as cool as I thought I was once in my life, but. Uh, but they're listen. They're so much fun to watch. They're really fun to watch, don't you think? It's been awesome. And uh, you know, coach, I've had an opportunity the last few years to have a press pass for the Pacers. You know, I've gone and I've seen this team grow. And you know, Rick right, Carlisle's done right. a tremendous job. So it's been a lot of fun. All right, we have a little more basketball to talk about. We're glad. And you are. You have a short turnaround. you got to be over in Terre Haute. What time do you go on the air tomorrow? Yeah, well, 2 o'clock tips, so I would imagine pregame, maybe a little 155 action. So, you know, it takes about an hour yeah. and 20 to get there. Should be good. Man. Brendan King, well done tonight. Hang in there. we got we got a few more things to talk about. We'll come back after this short break. Final break, final thoughts. This is Indiana Sports. Welcome back, everyone. 
This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Uh, we'll be talking about college basketball, the Pacers, uh, Colts. Brendan King, who do the Colts play on Sunday? Coach, they go to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals, Ooh. but the Bengals Ooh. are Joe Burrow-less. He's out for the year. Right. Yikes. That's too bad. I like – I mean, I like him. Um but, you know, gives the good guys in India a chance to get another win. They're, they're, listen, they just keep grinding them out. They're, 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 it's a great story right now, don't you think? It is. And, you know, 7-5, and five, I think a big piece of this week is you get Grover Stewart back from suspension. And without him, Coach, the Colts went 4-2, and two, which to me was a little improbable because Stewart does so much on that D-line, but they were able to bandage that a little bit and win some games. But was confirmed today, no Braden Smith at right tackle tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. that could be troubling because, of course, uh, when Smith has been out this season, the O-line has struggled. So Colts got to step up. Jonathan Taylor in or out? Out, but that's you know that's expected enough. Yeah. I think I think him playing yeah. this week was sort of a pipe dream, but I you think, know yeah, I, I think you're right. But a guy like Zach Moss, I mean, that is a nice insurance policy to have. He'll start at running back tomorrow or Sunday. Right. So college basketball tomorrow. You you you've run through this on your scoreboard updates, but it is a a big day. Who starts it off? Twelve o'clock. You've got Callet Butler. Um, you're on the monitor. Listen, they're playing great basketball right now. Yeah, that was a huge win over Texas Tech. And, um, you know, really could be a year-changing win for Thad Mata. I mean, that's the type of W that Dog's been looking for for a while. And it, it definitely felt like old-school Hinkle. I mean, I got to be in the building, and um, it, it felt a lot like when I was a student. So hopefully more of that on the way. But, yeah, Cal Butler, uh, Valpo goes to Virginia Tech. Tough game for Valpo. I mean, my, I think Mike Young does a fabulous job at, at Vought Tech. Yeah. So that's your little appetizer. Then at one thirty, you get some Purdue and Alabama. That takes you into southern Indiana, Indiana State, then Auburn, Indiana. So it's going to be a great day. All right, everyone, you can catch Brendan King tomorrow on ESPN Plus because he has the USI at Indiana State matchup tomorrow afternoon. That's a 2 o'clock start. I'm intrigued by, um, you know, Wabash is at Wittenberg in Division Three play. Wits, the most successful Division Three program in the country in history, and uh, that'll be a good one without question. I'm also intrigued by Trine, nationally ranked Trine at at UW-Stevens Point. Be a good, good matchup for them. Uh, So we're going to try to talk about some of these games tomorrow. Another good one, uh, we IU East at Indiana Wesleyan. That's a really good matchup. And then Sunday, SIU-Edwardsville at Ball State. Ball State undefeated at Wharton Arena. Lots and lots of basketball Coming up, Brendan King, great job as always. Thank you so much. Good luck tomorrow. Elijah Robertson, great job. Wonderful job. Also a wonderful job by Landon Coons. Everybody, every great job by all of you. Thanks to our great stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history-making legendary network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.